Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to Solutions Watch. I'm your host, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And viewers of The Corbett Report will need no introduction to at least one of today's guests, Derek Bros, who has been a guest on The Corbett Report many, many times over the years. You can, of course, check the archives for that. But I'm intrigued to note that Derek Bros, despite being one of the very few independent media personalities who is dedicated, uh, uh, continues to be dedicated to actually looking for solutions has not yet been a guest on Solutions Watch. Well, let's remedy that today by bringing both Derek Bros and... Uh, and who is our special guest for today, Derek? Hey, what's up, James? We have my partner, uh, partner in crime in multiple ways, Miriam Gomez. Hi, everyone. Hi, James. Hi, thank Miriam. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. Um, as people might remember, I was recently on the Activation podcast, a podcast that you're putting out there. And now you guys are on the Activation Tour, and obviously information about that is at activationtour.org. I'm going to put the link to that and all the relevant information for today's talk into that. But before we get into that, Miriam, it's your first time on the program. Let's hear a little bit about yourself. Hi. Yeah, sure. Um, So I'm Miriam. I've been with Derek for about, what, five years now. And um, even before I met him, I've been what I would consider an activist in my community, Um, unfortunately, and fortunately, I found out pretty early on that uh, government in all levels, even in the local level, is uh, can be very corrupt and um, try to take advantage of the people um, there in the community. So I got that little bit of awakening and then, you know, just started searching, okay, well, um, if there's corruption there, where else is there corruption, right? And yeah, I've just been involved in my community as, in many different ways as I possibly can, helping out and supporting and sharing some love. She's also an artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do some artwork, uh, wood-burning mandalas, and all kinds of other things. Excellent. All right. So some creative energies there um, that you are undoubtedly tapping into on your tour. So let's talk a little bit about that. It's called the Activation Tour. And on the About page at activationtour.org, you do talk about the fact that you're there to sh- share and spread an urgent message. What urgent message are you spreading? And what can people expect if and when they show up to an Activation Tour stop? Yeah, so James, as you know, and as your audience is familiar with, we're facing the Great Reset, we're facing technocracy, we're facing some really serious things, and lots of people have woken up in the last year. I think both of us talked about this on the Activation Podcast, that we're seeing more people question than maybe ever, and uh, you know, there's also a lot of different traps people might still be falling into, and there's vaccine passports on the horizon, and all that things that that's going to lead to. And so, as you know, we live in Mexico now. We're out there living, you know, getting land and trying to do our thing. But we haven't given up or left the United States per se. And I, it just felt like there's a maybe a brief window right now to travel the country before the passports get mandated all around the U.S. At the moment, as we're doing this tour, it's already New York City, San Francisco, where we're going to be going in a couple of days, New Orleans, and other places. Um, And it just felt like, you know what, we have the energy and the time right now. Let's just go ahead and do these tours. You might remember and some of the audience might remember we did a similar tour, two of them in 2017, 2018. At that time, it was the Decentralize Your Life Tour, Liberate Your Mind Tour, much of the same ideas. But at that time, most people I don't think were not everybody was ready to you know, take those those hard concrete steps. And I've seen over the last year through the growth of my work and yours and the Freedom Cell Network, we went from 3,000 people to 25,000 plus, you know, just the people who are registered on the website, not mentioning people just doing it, you know, in real life. And I think this all represents that people are ready for solutions, 
but they're also desperately seeking them and looking for them. And we're seeing that we've been on the road now just two weeks. We've done six stops and people are responding overwhelmingly, you know, excited and, and getting activated as it were. Yeah. And let's concentrate on the activation part of this, because I note, um, in addition to the guest speakers and other things that you have, but the thing that I think I'm most excited to hear about with regards to this tour and the many cities that you're going to are the community action days. And I want to hear a little bit more about what it is that you're doing when you uh, visit a city. Yeah, sure, sure. So every city has two elements to it, the action day and then the um, the event uh, part of it. And so on the action day, we pretty much, oh, and the tour is volunteer um, organized completely. Um, and those volunteers usually come from the Freedom Cell Network. And so then these volunteers choose um, what um, action could really benefit their community and what ways can we um, use the reach from Derek's um, network and, um, you know, announcing the event and get gather as many people as possible and then use that energy towards doing something good in the community, right? So sometimes it's um, feeding uh, the houseless people. Um, sometimes it's doing what we call info jam. So, um, you know, getting some uh, flyers of information and going to the streets and handing them out and just talking to all sorts of people. Um, sometimes it's, uh, you know, helping on the community garden and building the um, food sovereignty in that area, right? Helping out with that. Um, sometimes it's as simple as knowing a neighbor that needs help with their house and fixing it. And so we're doing that, right? We cleaned up a park yesterday in mm -hmm. Seattle with uh, about 15, 20 other people. Yep. Awesome. Well, obviously, I mean, action is the key to activation. If you're not act actually doing something, accomplishing something, then what is it all for? So I'm glad to see that being an important part of this. But then after the Day of Action, then you have uh, speeches and uh, guided meditation and uh, musical performance. Tell us about what people can expect there. Yeah, so um, I do want to I do want to emphasize, James, again, that it is all about action and activation and trying to get people to, you know, we do see that the, the majority of people come to the main evening event. Right. But we do get a good portion of people coming out for the action days. I do want to also add in addition to cleaning up a park yesterday in Seattle. Those are things that you know, I think that they're valuable to get people to come out and do something in their community. Obviously, it's not going to solve the litter problem in the city or feeding the homeless isn't going to solve that problem. But hopefully it encourages people to get out and get more engaged in their communities. And a lot of times people are connecting to people that they didn't even know. Oh, wow, here's another like mind in my community who's action oriented. And that's a big part of it. Um, but yeah, the evening event starts with a guided meditation from Miriam, and she can talk a little bit about that in a moment. Uh, that's obviously those who follow my work. And you know, as we've talked about over the years, James, the conscious resistance for me, it's about that inner journey as well as the physical exposing of corruption and, and physical institutions of power. And then I'm giving a 45 minute presentation that is called, this is what we're facing and this is what we can do about it with a really heavy emphasis on this is what we can do about it. You know, obviously most of the people there at these events are going to be aware of this is what we're facing, but it is worth kind of recapping everything that's happened over the last you know year and a half now, and then of course before that, and then that's followed by some music. I'm performing um, some of my music. Some I've been starting to recently do conscious hip hop, and so I'm performing some of that. And then as you mentioned, in some of the cities there are guest speakers, other well-known activists, Jason Burmis, Mark Passio, Ryan Christian is going to be at a the Tennessee stop, and then sometimes let's say lesser known folks, but people who are doing good work in their communities who are saying, hey, I have this project going on, please connect. Because the big thing we emphasize to everybody is, we're in a town for one to two days, you know, doing these events, but what really matters is what happens after we leave. You know, we get a hundred or so people come together, everybody's all excited and activated, they're hitting the streets, they're planting trees and doing whatever we're doing, but it really matters if they keep working together after we're gone and they 
start to build that local resiliency. So we're just trying to, I guess, be the be one of the sparks to encourage that. And so far, people are responding well. You want to talk about the meditation? Yeah, sure. So I bring in the aspect of meditation and how Derek was talking about that, um, bringing some awareness to that inner world, right? And um, so I just talk about um, some different tools that we can use to optimize our like our efforts um, towards getting activated, towards everything that we do on the outside world, right? Um, and meditation is one of those tools, along with eating healthy, getting some good sleep, all that stuff, right? But yeah, meditation, we've, no we've known and science has proven that it improves our cognitive abilities, um, our emotional health, our sleep, our focus, our... Um, our our stress levels which is huge right now with everything that's going on in the world and so it just helps us become more centered focused human beings moving forward as we continue to build relationships in our community as we continue to um, build a huge network across the world and show other people that hey these people that are doing something that are um, building these networks that are the freedom cells that's what i'm talking about um they're good people um that are doing really good things, you know, and, you know, um, as you may have seen sometimes, you know, when we're talking about vaccine passports out in the streets, this happened to us at, um, in Portland. Yeah. Um, you know, people will come up to us and start yelling at us in our faces, like telling us the, the grossest things, the, the meanest things. And so we can either choose to respond exactly the way that they have, you know, expressed themselves towards us, or we can choose differently. We can choose to breathe calm our nervous system, check in with ourselves and respond out of love. Hey, do you care to understand where we're coming from? Because we care to understand where you're coming from. And if you want, we can have a sane conversation and we can come to an agreement or we can agree to disagree and walk away. Whereas if we were to lose ourselves, <laughs> then that's what the media reports on, right? And that's what everybody else remembers. Well, between stimulus and responses, our humanity, um, if we weren't able to actually take that moment and decide how we want to respond to those provocations, then we're not really acting in a human manner. So um, that's an important thing to not only understand, but then to model to others. And that's one of the things that I'm excited about with regards to what you're doing. Um, firstly, activism is a muscle. So in uh, get, just getting people to flex that muscle and realize they have it and showing them this is how you exercise it is, I think, an incredibly important part of this. And then the other part is hopefully what you guys are modeling, this, just the idea of doing this tour and going out and, and getting people activated can be an inspiration to others. I hope people will go and see you and, and participate in your tour. But if what if the tour isn't coming to my town? Oh, well, I guess I'll just wait on my hands and wait for Derek Bros to come to me. <laughs> I'd like to think that's not the, uh, the ultimate uh, idea of what your guys are going for here. Absolutely not. You know, we're definitely not coming to town saying that people need me or either of us to do this. You know, if it's but if if we can say, hey, we're coming and that brings out people who might not normally come to events and that helps them lead to new connections, then we're going to do it. And I do want to emphasize, James, that we're already seeing tangible results from this, like people through the tour and even before the tour from the Greater Reset and from, you know, the Freedom Cell Network. We've mentioned that a couple of times, but as you've mentioned before, James, it's not just the Freedom Cell Network. It's other groups that are focused on decentralized organizing. It's just happening. We can see it happening. People are coming to us and saying, you know, I follow Corbett. I follow you. And I just pulled my money out of the bank. Uh, I'm working with a local group of people. We're now homeschooling our kids. We bought land together. People are really taking tangible steps. And to me, that's, that's the only thing that's going to move the ball forward is if people are ready to think in those practical terms. So we're really kind of hammering home that like, look, if you do nothing, 
It's knowing what we're facing. If you do nothing, then you're just going to be swept up into their vision. So you need to start thinking in practical terms. You know, get that centered, get that focused, and think of how can I move forward knowing that vaccine passports are on the horizon in many places. We can look to Australia and see what could be. And some places like Arizona and Texas are like, oh, we're, we're fine. Everything's chill. But it's like you don't want it to get to that point, right? So we're trying to just come out here and say, hey, guys, whatever you got in your community, whether you need to move, whether you need to tighten your, your local bonds, this is the time to do it. This is the point where we either get organized and, and build locally or things are going to be a lot more difficult. Now, obviously, one of the underlying problems that I think everyone is staring in the face right now is just the overall question of health and sickness. And Miriam, I noticed in the uh, recent video that you posted up about the first week of the activation tour that you you mentioned having your own health problems recently and how that brought into focus some of the solutions that we can take our own health into our own hands. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, whatever you want to believe of this COVID thing we can recognize that a lot of people are getting sick, right? And in Mexico, it just so happens that dengue has the exact same symptoms of COVID. (laughs) And it was going around a lot. So if you get uh, tested with the CPR test that we are, PCR test that we already know that is not meant for um, the virus, um, and it comes out negative, then you have dengue. If it comes out positive, then you have COVID. (laughs) At least that's how people see it in Mexico. Anyway, so I ended up getting sick with whatever that was. Derek ended up getting sick with whatever that was. Neighbors, family, friends, everywhere, people were getting sick with it. Um, You know, some people lasted uh, a week with it, and that was about the normal time frame. Some people lasted, I talked to some that lasted with it for a month. And I'm talking about like fevers, excruciating bone pain and aches and dizziness, sometimes vomiting, uh, stomach issues and things like that. And I'm like, okay, guys, like a month? We're lasting a month with this? Is that not like a reality check, you know? Um, Luckily, I uh, I did get sick, and that's not the lucky part, but the lucky part is that it only lasted one day, James. Um, You know, whenever I I started feeling it in my body, I started just, I don't know, this might sound weird, but connecting to myself and connecting to uh, myself on a deeper cellular level and like knowing that each cell in my body is awake and, um, and knows exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it efficiently, and I'm just saying, well, whatever this is, it has no space here and it's, it's got to go. I have no time for this. And I think that's where like the mental focus, the mental strength comes in and recognizing that we are very powerful human beings and that we're very capable physically, mentally. Um, and, um, and yeah, it only lasted one day with me and I was back to my normal self. Um, and so, yeah, so noticing family and friends that were dealing with it for like a week, two weeks, a month, Um, It just kind of gave me a wake up call and I started shooting messages to all my friends and saying like, hey, guys, we um, preventative medicine is the best medicine. So let's start focusing on this if you want, you know, and if you do want, then this will help you reduce your stress, which also um, improves your immune system. And so then you don't have to be so afraid of a virus or the Delta variant or the next variant and um, take control, take ownership of your health and your mental health and um and live a healthier, happier life, ultimately, right? Yeah. Physical and mental health, because obviously they're both under attack right now from every angle. All right. Tell us um, what cities you've been to, but more importantly, what cities you're going to be going to. So we started out in Central Texas, Austin area, Dallas, uh, Sholo, which is up in that mountains of Arizona, Sedona, Arizona, 
uh, Portland and Seattle. And so that was the first two weeks we've done six stops. And as I said, every one of them has had 70 to 100 people, you know, really excited about these events and people getting organized. We, I, I do want to note that in Portland, we were able to participate and sort of join and bring the tour like as a part of the first uh, protest in Portland against vaccine passports. And it was a hundred plus people that showed up when we marched through like the main city square. And of course got some middle fingers and some, you know, kind words, but there was also lots of, I thought I was the only person in Portland. I didn't think anybody else cared. Thank you for doing this. You know, the usual stuff that we, we, we could see the excitement. A lot of these local activists, as you said, James, are they, some of them, they've never done this before. They're just kind of new to it, but they were, they were pumped. They were like, yes, this is it. This is the beginning of us building a local movement. So that was beautiful to see. Um, as we're recording this, we have just arrived in California. This week we'll be in, in pretty much like the Bay Area, Central California for four days, Sebastopol, uh, San Francisco, Modesta, Santa Cruz, and then we're going to go to um, Vegas, Salt Lake City, Denver, Kansas City, and that's kind of the first part of this month of September. And then October we'll be doing the Midwest and the East Coast, and uh, we'll be hitting Lots of different cities along the coast. I will note again, we're going to San Francisco and and Brooklyn, where we are not legally allowed to even go indoors anywhere because we are unvaccinated. And that's a big part of the tour as well. In addition to everything we've already discussed, is I'm trying to also use the channel to document and show people like, look, this is what it's like in this state. This is like what it's like in this other state. And as crazy as it might sound to some people, we really started this tour with this kind of understanding that this might be the last time we get to travel freely across the United States if things continue in this direction, you know, where we have to, you know, if things continue where some places are getting totally gone in this direction, it might be a future where you have to get stopped at the, the state border and show your passport to enter. And so we're definitely kind of, I think, at least for me, having that in the back of my mind, taking in all the beauty of this country and also like, gosh, I hope this is the last time I get to visit some of these places. Um, but yeah, so we'll be hitting the, the rest of California and then going to the Midwest and East Coast in October. And obviously people can check the website for the exact uh, dates and cities. Um, and as you say, people can follow along at home if they're not able to uh, to go to any of the specific stops because you are posting updates on your channel, um, Odyssey and otherwise, uh, showing people uh, the places you're going, the people you're meeting. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, people who are lucky enough to be in one of the cities that you'll be heading to, uh, I assume they go to Ticketmaster to get their tickets and make sure they present their vaccine card in order to get... Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're correct, James. We're also having everybody separate at the beginning of the meetings, vaccinated on one side, the unvaccinated on the other. It's, it's all <laughs> For the health of, of the unvaccinated, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything's totally free. Anybody can, you know, they go to the website and when you go to the about page, the cities are there. Just click on it. We're adding the flyers as we get the details. You know, as Miriam mentioned, this is totally grassroots volunteer. There's no... Uh, big budget behind this. It's just we're committed to doing this and we have the support of this network, uh, people who follow my work and your work as well, James, and who are just happy to make this happen. And so we're adding the flyers to the website as we get them. Click there. It'll tell you where to go, what to do. I will say in places like San Francisco, Denver, and a couple others, we're having to be a bit more covert. So there might be an email. You need to email and get vetted a little bit, but it's just the way things are in uh, COVID-1984. And I do want to mention something, if I may, this, this, these events are not about um, mask or unmask or vaccinated or unvaccinated. Um, anybody and everybody who sees the issues, the problems, and wants to do something about it um, is welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, well, we are all in this together. Like it or not, we are all in this together. So we better find ways to work with people, um, even if they're on some whatever other side of whatever ideological line, because if we start dividing ourselves, we will be conquered. I think that's a 
good note to end it on. At any rate, uh, the point of today, obviously, activation, solutions, empowerment, flexing the activism muscle. I think that's the, the main things that people can take away from this conversation. And as I say, I will link the, the uh, your channel and uh, the, the activationtour.org page and all of the relevant info. Anything else you guys would like to say to the audience before we wrap it up? Yeah, I want to share, um, along with meditation, uh, the Freedom Cell Network, we're going to be launching a 21-day meditation uh, worldwide challenge. Um, So that's going to be starting on October 7th. And if anybody is interested in that, um, they can sign up to the Freedom Cell Network newsletter or the Conscious Resistance newsletter. And if they already are, then they will be getting um, the notifications and details on that. Excellent. Well, we'll include the link for that in the show notes. All right, guys, I will let you guys uh, unwind a little bit. I know you've been on the road for 10 hours today, so I think (laughs) you must be pretty exhausted, but uh, we'll leave it there for today. Thank you guys for doing what you're doing, and I hope uh, the Corporate Report members will come out and check you out uh, at the various stops along the tour. Thank you, James. Thank you so much. All right, take care, guys.